Hello, this is Jessica Lynn Jimeno, and you are listening to Flip Switch, the podcast and blog that helps teens and 20-somethings understand depression and bipolar disorder. Welcome to part nine of the Impact series, which celebrates the power of one. The power of one person to make a difference. The Impact series features young people across the U.S. Today we travel to Illinois. We're going to hear from another member of Erica's Lighthouse, high school senior Reed, who is co-president of his school's chapter. First, Reed will give us his advice for anyone who's lost a friend to suicide. These are comforting words that anyone grieving a suicide needs to hear. Then, he will tell us about lives that have been changed for the better through his work. Finally, Reed will give advice to students who want to make an impact at their schools. Now, let's meet Reed. My name is Reed. I'm 18. I'm a senior in high school. I'm from the suburbs of Chicago in Illinois. I do not have depression but I have many family members and friends who are suffering with depression. How did you find out about Erica's Lighthouse? I found out about Erica's Lighthouse because I actually knew Erica. At a very young age, my mom made me do theater. I was three, and Erica was about eight, and she kind of adopted me because I was the youngest in the theater program. We were always together during play practice. The day after she took her life, she was in eighth grade, Mr. and Mrs. Newcrantz, Erica's parents, and her best friend sat in the Newcrantz's family room and brainstorm ways that they could make our community understand that this was a real problem. She was the second person to commit suicide in our district that year, and they wanted to make sure that those who were suffering didn't feel as alone as them two did, because it was a very taboo topic. There was a ton of stigma around it, and so they wanted to bust that stigma so people could be more open about it, and those who were suffering could get the help that they needed. So they decided the best way to do this was to actually go into the schools and teach the youth about how to identify depression in adults or their friends or family members and how to get treatment for those who were suffering or if you had a friend who was suffering and just general statistics about depression so people really knew how bad it was but also that those who were suffering weren't alone. So how old were you when Erica passed away? So I was about nine so it was about six years after I had started the theater program. And she was 14? We had known each other for about six years when she took her life. How did you feel when you found out about her death? Honestly I was just shocked. I didn't really understand at the age of nine how someone who I was just playing with, you know, laughing around with during play practice could feel so bad that they actually wanted to do this themselves. So I was completely shocked. What is one piece of advice you would give to someone who is grieving the suicide of a friend? I would just make sure that, like, just tell them that it's really not their fault. Even if you got in a huge fight with that person the night that that actually happened, you don't know if that was it. There's definitely probably 20 other things that happened that led up to that. And you just seem to know that it's not your fault no matter what. Yeah, sometimes I think in the aftermath of a suicide, having been there, the littlest things take on such a huge significance. You know, if you forgot that you were supposed to fight. Yeah, but then for lunch, you'll think that that was the reason. Exactly, exactly. My role at Erica's Lighthouse is that I'm the co-president of my high school's club. But our responsibilities as a group is we go into middle schools, high schools, and even some colleges and grad schools 
And we give panel presentations that show many different things, like how depression can look in different, for different people. Also, you know, general statistics on depression and how to help a friend and yourself and just some coping skills. We also help come up with fun and creative ways to raise awareness of depression in our community. We have, we have a concert. We have walkathons. We do games in our, the cafeteria of our high school. We do a lot of other stuff like that to raise awareness. And also, just my role and the other co-president's roles are just to make sure that the meeting runs smoothly. So what does a game look like? In our cafeteria, we do games. We either have a wheel that you spin, and it has questions, like how many teens have depression on average, and then the kid in the cafeteria can answer it right, then they get a prize. In other high schools, they have stigma-busting week, which they, like, tied balloons to their legs, and they ran around trying to pop it during the school day, trying to pop other kids' balloons just to represent bust the busting of stigma. That's a really awesome idea. Yeah. That's a re- Can you recall a specific story when your work at EL helped someone get better or get a diagnosis? Actually, one of these scenarios happened just about a month ago. I was at a grad school doing a presentation, and one of the women at the end of the presentation came up to me and was talking about how her son, she definitely sees a lot of these symptoms in him and didn't really realize what it was. And he had kind of talked to her about it and how he wasn't feeling right. You know, he's been really upset recently. He didn't know why. She didn't understand why, and she was like, oh, maybe it's just him being a teenager. And she's like, thank you guys so much. I now know what is wrong with my son. I need to take him to a doctor. I need to get him the help that he needs. And that was just one of the many times that we've helped someone get the help that they needed. That's really awesome. What is the best part of Erica's Lighthouse? Being able to know that I've helped so many people. At the end of every panel for like the high schools and middle schools, we pass out these little cards that everybody, no matter what, has to fill out. And it just asks for your name and uh, one of your teachers so they can contact you later about it. There's three boxes to check. The first box says something in the presentation. They really struck a chord with me. I'm either really worried about myself or a friend, either taking their lives or doing something very serious like self-injury. So I need to talk to a social worker or therapist within the next 24 hours. And then the second box is something really struck a chord with me. I think I'm worried about me or a friend. I don't think it's very serious. You know, I don't think they're going to take their life or cut themselves, but I just need someone to either talk to me or my friend. Or the third box is just, I love the presentation. It was great, but I'm feeling fine. I think my friends are all fine. I don't see any reasons to be concerned, but thank you anyways. And obviously for legal reasons, I can't see who is checking off that they need to get help within the next 24 hours because of the words of either cutting or self-harm or suicide. But from seeing the piles, obviously face down, of how many kids, are in that pile of, I need help within the next 24 hours. It's just incredible because those people are getting the help that they finally need. Just seeing the amount of kids that we're actually helping and possibly saving lives of is extraordinary, especially me seeing the suffering that the new Crances and all of Erica's friends went through. What is the advice you would give to a young person who also wants to make an impact at his or her school? One, try to get maybe some friends to help you with it, because the more the merrier. If you have more friends, it'll be a lot easier to spread the word. Maybe even try to get a teacher involved, because if you have a teacher involved, the administration's much more likely to enable you to do more things. And also, nothing is too small. Even if it changes one person or it helps one person, that's definitely worth it. Keep that in mind. If you save one life, it's worth it. It's worth it. Interested in learning more about Erica's Lighthouse? 
visit www.ericaslighthouse.org. To conclude, there are two simple but powerful lessons we can learn from Reed. First, if you've lost a friend to suicide, just remember, it's not your fault. Second, whether you help one person, be it a friend or a stranger, or 100 students, either way, you are making an impact. You are important. Check out my podcast, Top 10 List, What Not to Say, and What to Say to a Depressed Person for ideas on helping a depressed friend. In fact, you can hear that show and other Flip Switch podcasts or read my blogs at www.thebalancemind.org forward slash flip switch forward slash podcast. Leave a comment. Be heard. Don't miss the rest of the Impact series. Follow me on Twitter. My handle is at FlipSwitchTeens. Until we meet again, this is Jessica Lynn Jimeno signing off and saying thank you for listening to FlipSwitch.